Hello, we Designer Duo's podcast, a podcast from the perspective of two designers, Kaya and Rach. Kaya is a junior designer at the beginning of her journey within the industry, and Rach is a senior designer and art director with nearly a decade of experience and now running her own business. Stick with us as we document our highs and lows of designer life and the learnings we capture along the way. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. So today we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into The Apprentice last night because we both watched it. Kaya is a big fan. Just caveat that I don't normally watch it. It's only because Kaya goes on about it so much that I watched it last night. I keep pestering her <laughs> like, Rach, have you watched it yet? Rach. <laughs> so I feel like it would be good if we could watch it every week and just kind of catch up on what I know our opinions. You can't lie, you liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I it's don't know good why I don't entertainment. Watch it. Yeah, 100%. And... We both love the business side, right? So yeah. it is um, really, I wouldn't say it's an education. <laughs> Maybe an idea of what not to do. Yeah, it's educational in what not to do. I, know, I just, I can't get my head around. They all seem like a bunch of idiots. Is this... Do you know what? I think it is. I think it's really hard to judge people on things that they don't necessarily want to go into business in. Yeah, so true. their idea of what they've been doing at the moment is around like branding and yesterday it was all about um a toothbrush developing like a toothbrush product and And an app yeah to encourage children to brush their teeth and i think it's a really good idea but if you look at all their job titles none of them really revolve around that kind of industry so i think it's quite a hard thing to get a grasp of yeah in terms of when you don't have any idea about branding. Yeah. When you don't have any idea really about, I don't know, apps. Yeah. Apps are a really hard thing. I know. And I do think, like, obviously the timelines they've got are incredibly tight. Like, they're doing it, like, really rushed for a start. And secondly, like, if this was in real life, you'd go to a branding agency um, or a design agency to almost have advice or they would advise you on what to and not to do. So I think they kind of lack that. They're like literally the direct in the whole process. And I can also imagine that all of them on there, if they have a brand, have gone elsewhere to have it yeah, branded. Definitely. So the thing is, they can say, I'm the owner of this successful company, which is branded really, really well. Yeah. But have you branded it? Exactly. And I feel like, you know, when you initially talk to a client and then they digest or like they brief you and then we digest what they their wants and needs. They don't get that bit it's just like the the word vomit of the brief that they're working with yeah and you as you can imagine like them graphic designers are sitting there while they say we want a tooth logo (laughs) yeah they've literally got to whip up a tooth logo which is fine but for us we would go back to the client and be like okay how would you want that tooth logo would you want it simplistic would you want it this um, also, here's some other options which we could do. Yeah, definitely. Like, we always give our clients other options mm. to develop the brand. Yeah. We don't, like, um, it's very rare for us, I think, to listen to branding and go, everything that client said is right, we can get started straight away. Yeah, definitely. Like, we're going to go back to them, aren't we? Also, you're missing out a huge step of the branding process, which is the upfront research. Like the strategy behind like your mission vision um yeah everything that goes into like informing the like the visual stage later on which is actually probably part four 
of if you were breaking it down like one two three four you'd have like research strategy um maybe design before that but yeah and i think in the tight deadlines as well it doesn't necessarily portray it as a very good design and i do think in probably the space that they have got to design it it probably is pretty good um sometimes it's not sometimes it's questionable but for example the boys app Mm. i didn't think it was a bad concept no i didn't i quite liked the view from the mouth yeah um I, I don't know, it kind of suggested that the, the teeth were dirty only from the inside. This is what I thought as well. I thought, yeah. why do they look like that? Because mm. normally your teeth are dirty from the outside normally, aren't they? Or I like know, in so the in the I don't know what the teeth are called. Are. Yeah, like the back ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why we're designers, just <laughs> top tip. <laughs> but I do think that was a better visual representation than the girls like, I had no idea what was going on with the girls no and it doesn't relate either like a planet what's a planet to do with teeth the concept just wasn't thought through enough like I know they don't have a lot of time but I just think like what they could have done is had like different planets as different stages and they worked their way through the solar system or something like yeah, that yeah so like, that's what I thought as well but then I also thought like there's nothing to do with teeth on there yeah I know why have you gone for planet? And also the like materialistic reward of like a roller coaster or a bowling alley. Like I just think for kids, why? What if you have a family that can't afford to go to a bowling alley, and a, then it spurs the kid off to be like, I want to go bowling. I want to go to a, like. And a theme especially park. if you've got a big family as well, like it's hard to afford. And I know they don't necessarily think about that at that point in time, and it's a yeah. really good point. But I just think it's quite a hard. I found the app quite a hard thing to understand. Yeah, definitely. If I wasn't explained it, and you're not going to be explained it in the shop, you're going to pick up this toothbrush, you're going to go home, download this app, and you're going to use it for your child. Yeah, true. You're not even. You may not even see the app before. I wonder how the app's introduced at point of sale, like. Because I didn't see anything on the package. Like I would have thought, maybe like a barcode on the packaging you'd have to like scan and get the app. Yeah. But we didn't really see much of the packaging going on. I know, because the packaging design really surprised me as well, especially for the girls, because like, their toothbrush was so bright, yet the packaging was like pale orange. It was like muted orange, wasn't it? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't oh, yeah, very bright, know. where she was really, really consistent with, I want bright orange. I know. And then all of a sudden, the packaging come out at like a muted... I get that she's going for orange as, like, gender neutral, but I also think if you're going for a space theme, oh, imagine how cool that could have looked. Like, stars and planets everywhere. Like, I don't know. I feel like you were, they were massively missing a trick from, like, literally the package, which would be the first thing on the shelf that the consumers see. And especially kids. Like, kids, when you go shopping, tend to pick things up, especially yeah. colours. They tend to pick things up and go, Mummy, Daddy, I want this, you know? Um... And I think you've got to appeal to the child. It's not going to be the, the adult you're appealing to. You're not trying to make it look sophisticated. Yeah. You're trying to make it look like it is for a child. Yeah. You're trying to make it look fun, outgoing. So that child, it catches that child's eye in that supermarket and they pick it up and they take it to their mum and say, can I have this, please? Yeah, exactly. I do also think, though, that the demographic they got was actually quite t- like quite hard. 
So that it wasn't really young kids, was it? It was between like seven and ten or six and well, ten. Well, do you know what I was thinking? Well, it was six and eight, and I and I thought between that age, there's a big difference. You can have really babyish six-year-olds, yeah, and you can have really mature eight-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, actually. Because um, when they're eight, they start to, or when they're six, even they start to believe they're a bit bigger for their boots. Yeah. But when they're six, is like when. I don't know, it's such a hard age range to grasp mm. because some of them are really mature and some of them aren't. Yeah, definitely. Because they kind of want the idea that they feel a bit older at that point. So to, like, visually represent that. But, and I can kind of see where the boys were going with that because Harry Potter is, like, a classic, right? Yeah. Every kid loves Harry Potter, no matter whether you're... Well, it's a bit too scary for anyone below six, but... Whether you're six I'd or thirty, scared. I don't think I'd sleep for a week. I know <laughs> some of those like dementia scenes yeah, are like, really intense. Um, so I can see where they were going with it. I and I actually think as a concept it could have worked, but I think they're the the design of the brush because mm-hmm. I didn't understand because we didn't see this part. Did they get to decide the width of the brush and how big it was? Because I know the girls were talking about making their brush into like a rocket shape. I don't think they did because he at the beginning when he was briefing it to them it was very much stereotypical like size of a, or a normal electric toothbrush wasn't yeah, it yeah so that's the thing also like you've got to consider we was also talking about how big the boy's toothbrush looked it yeah. looked so chunky and the and the grooves in the handle for a six-year-old <laughs> Um, I don't think they'd be able to get hold of it. I know, like a grown man being like, look, you can just hold it like this. And I was like, oh my God. Like, but you're just getting yeah. grips with that. <laughs> and I get it. Like, if um, you, you don't, like the timelines and stuff, you don't necessarily have like the focus groups and the kids to like model like, a generic handshape off, but don't include it. Like, I don't, I don't, to me, that wasn't like a, a an advantage why you would want to include that. No, and I think also like, if you're appealing to, like, if it's gender neutral and you're appealing to both genders, then you don't know how big a boy's hand's going to be and how big a girl's hand's going to be. Definitely. They're different sizes. I know they're roughly not that big of a difference at that age. Yeah. But they can be. I also think, like, is it needed? Like, no. It's just an extra accessory, isn't it, on there? Yeah. But I thought the toothbrush looked like a log. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, it did. I liked how the super drug man was just sitting there, like, about to burst, <laughs> burst no, no, he into laughed, laughter. didn't he? Yeah. He was, like, sitting there, like... <laughs> and I was like, oh, that is embarrassing. I'd be walking out there as soon as that happened. I'd be like, see you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the fact that they had their name was, like, Whiffy. I did, to be fair, admittedly, I didn't think anything <laughs> of that at the start. And then <laughs> she said something, I was like, oh, my God. First, yeah. it actually is the colour of poo, yet again. And it's green, yeah. yet again. Why can't you switch it up? And you've called it Whiffy. What the actual? Like, I get the alliteration. Yeah, I, I think that was smart. I do think it was smart but you went for to alliteration. The letter. <laughs> it should have been T for, like, Timmy's teeth or... I, don't know, I mean, gender-specific, but I don't know. Like, I know. I don't understand why they chose that. It's, it doesn't seem like an obvious link to the product. No, I think they tried to obviously make it into like, because it's a wand, they wanted it to be a wizard, which I understand. But there's a lot more 
names out there than Whiffy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Harry Potter's got a ring to it and that's not got any alliteration if no. you think about it. And I just... I understand that it's hard because we was we was also talking about this earlier in terms of they're not really with each other very long. They split off into their groups. Yeah. Very well from what we we see quickly. Mm. So I wonder how long they actually get to be together like collectively and decide on what they're going to do. Because yeah. on there it looks so short. It I looks know. like five minutes. It does. I reckon they probably get like an hour. But then also if it's over the course of a week. Do they not talk about it when they get home to the house of each other? But I feel like it's all done. Like, all the main thing is done in one day. Oh, yeah. And then they go off and manufacture it. Yeah. And then that's kind of done then, isn't it? Mm. Even though the girls kept saying in their pitch that they will change anything, pretty much. Like, everything was going to be changed. I know, that didn't make sense to me. But maybe that's the reason why the suppliers or the people buying it were so bought in because they felt a little bit more in control well they also really liked francesca didn't they Mm. so they um they even mentioned like they they really bought into her which is interesting which is really interesting because from what we saw of her i was like oh you are really really like i didn't think personally she had very good management skills yeah no i think she was really overpowering she just didn't listen to anyone. I don't understand why you wouldn't tap into other people's skill sets. Yeah, so this is another thing. There's so many skills within the girls. Yeah. And especially the one who's in, like, she owns a nursery. Yeah. She owns a nursery and, as you can imagine, she is with kids all the time. Yeah. And Francesca said something like, oh, I don't really know kids that well. Yeah, you don't really know kids that well. So why don't you tap into somebody who really knows kids and spends every day with them? Definitely. I know, I don't understand that. Why would you why would you not make the most of it to your advantage? Yeah, like I just she I always find this is a common occurrence with like entrepreneurs. They believe they can do everything. Mm. It's a good and a bad thing because I think it's a good thing that like nothing's stopping you nothing's in your way like nothing's a hurdle you yeah. can get past everything like everything is figure outable right but equally i think it's just as important to have a team around you who like know their shit and listen and you listen to them but especially when you have a team around you so as an entrepreneur when you're by yourself and you say you can't outsource things you can't afford it or xyz there's loads of things that could occur i think that that is it like fine if you think I can do anything because you're in that situation and you're by yourself yeah but when you have a team around you and you want to do everything yourself I think that's a really dangerous game to play 100% because it's like you in your business going well Kai doesn't need to do that I'll do that today Kai doesn't need to do that could you imagine if you were like that but having said that, I completely agree with you 100%, but it is quite hard to let go or to... Yeah, and that is the yeah. thing. I think also, she's young. She's 26. Is she? So I just think... What's, be, what's her business? So she owns a sustainability company. I mean, it would be interesting to know what the company actually does or like what her role, yeah. I think it's it's really strange this year because I've looked at all their... What they do what businesses they own and it's really interesting because there's nothing which is really like i don't know it sounds really silly but like proper proper business yeah i know so like you've got a pajama business you've got a child 
nursery owner. Mm. You've got somebody who has a cocktail, a boutique cocktail bar. Yeah, like how successful are they actually? Like, I understand that they've gone on to The Apprentice to better themselves, mm. to make themselves better, also get the publicity they want. Yeah, and the money they want. Yeah, the money they want, the funding, everything. Like, yeah, to have these contacts is amazing. I kind of think, though, at the beginning, they're looking less at what they do in the business on the outside and looking more at the people for the TV show. Yeah. They need it to be entertaining, right? It's first and foremost a TV show, so they've got to have those big characters in there that are going to be... And that's a really good point, because the guy who went last night, so Connor, who yeah. went last night... I know what you're going to say. He wasn't much of a character. Yeah. Whereas the guy who I thought should go home the pm the pm yeah. yeah i thought he should possibly go home um because i didn't really see him con- like he contributed but he didn't listen and his pm skills were really really bad and i just thought like what why wouldn't you send him home but actually thinking about it like that he was more of a character than connor yeah like, there was a bit of drama going on in there. Yeah, it was definitely. making it a bit a bit more feisty, a bit more entertaining. Well, even he said he, like, fought for his life, didn't he, when yeah. he was in back in the boardroom with the two other guys. Yeah. Um, and I think that's clear, like, maybe that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Like, Alan Sugar's like, okay, cool. That's got TV written all over it. Yeah. Let's keep that one. And that's interesting, because I've never thought of that. Like, when we yeah. were sitting there last night, I thought, why has he gone home? Yeah. Like... Actually, the app, I thought, was pretty good. And, yeah, maybe he overestimated his ability Yeah. within creating apps. But I actually thought he was quite good, because he... Do you remember they had that shot of them when they were creating it? And he yeah. was like, guys, 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 I don't mean to keep being bossy, but, like, I think we should do it like this, I think we should do it like that. I think he was quite good at keeping them, like, contained. And it yeah, not and also crazy. he let them have their opinion. yeah. And I think that's really, really important within, like, a managerial role. Because if you don't let other people have their opinion, uh. you're not going to advance that much. Your thoughts are only so limited. We're good at some things, but we're not good at everything. Yeah, definitely. So, like, as opposed to the girls' team, who was the opposite to that, where she just didn't listen to anything yeah. they were saying. And I think that's that's such a... Well, Amy, the girl who was PM of the... Um, Branding, so no, so Amy was um, the the lady. She owns like a beauty brand. Oh, okay, yeah. But she was the PM of the um, branding side of it. So like the the secondary, whatever they call it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was basically the PM of the branding side, and she was pretty good at listening to people, and then going, okay, actually, let's do it like this. Yeah. Yeah. And she kind of like collaborated what they all wanted to do, which I think is a really good thing. And don't get me wrong, I think if somebody's come up with an absolutely naff idea, do not do it. Well, yeah, because everyone was saying how they went against the brief because um, Francesca just wanted it to be plain orange. But I also think when you get there and see it and it looked really plain, you've got to have like the almost like the gumption to be like, no, do you know what? This isn't working. Yeah, and I think they'd done that as well. Like, they mm. looked at it being orange and they were like, no way. Yeah. Definitely. Like, that's not going to appeal to kids. Yeah. And that's a really good thing. 
I think that they, they actually took the initiative to do that. And what I found really interesting about Francesca is when she saw, saw the toothbrush, she criticised it quite heavily and was like, this isn't what I breathed, blah, 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 blah. But when she won, when the girls won, she was like, they stuck to the brief. <laughs> and I was like, you've completely contradicted yourself there. Yeah. Because maybe, maybe it was just because she was happy, like they'd won it and she felt like she was all credibility to her. I mean, that could have been in the editing or the post-production of the show, though, to be honest, because she could have just said, you haven't really stuck to the brief, but I understand why you did it, but they could have cut that bit. Yeah, I that's true. I why I did why you that's did it. That's true. I literally take it so literally. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, it's hard to think like that. Like, I always sit... <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I always sit there and I watch it, and I literally can take it so literally. I'm like, I forget it's TV. Yeah, I know. It's easy to forget, though. That's the whole point of the TV yeah. show. They're just they're, they're there to entertain you. But it is so engaging. And if you haven't yeah. watched it, I'd highly recommend you watch it. But you probably know what's happening in this anyway, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so let's do another um, catch-up on The Apprentice next week. and It looks like an exciting one, because they're doing um, taste testing and stuff. For yeah, so I think it'll be really interesting as well, because... One of the girls has a cocktail, like a boutique cocktail bar. Yeah, and she doesn't. She hasn't spoken much. We haven't seen much of her no. so far. But also, I feel like there's a few overpowering characters in this. Yeah, definitely. In this series, like they're really out there and they're really, mm-hmm. like this is all about me. So it's going to be interesting to see how she handles herself. Yeah. we've hit our time for today but watch out for our next episode to hear all things design and if you haven't already hit subscribe and we would love for you to leave us a five star review you can find us on all podcast platforms including apple and spotify and make sure to follow us over on instagram at signaduo.studio speak soon bye